Welcome to another podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Fatano fatu seisi fo le ne o fatalanwanga wo mfayon awina to le mau amrik Samoa et seatu sa wanga falo to fale msa wanga fa feu so inga. So good morning American Samoa Judy Matotia here once again with Mona Oli from your alliance. Um your American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. This morning, this week, we have with us uh, Jesse Berenfield from uh, the American Samoa Legal Aid. Uh, we want to thank um, Executive Director Utufai Nu'ulei um, for uh, giving us the opportunity to have someone from their office come in and um, uh, sit with us this morning and talk about the services um, that they're able to provide as well as support victims of teen dating violence. Um, as you know, we're still in the month of February. I know this is the last uh, week of February, and we've been talking about, um, for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about uh, teen dating violence awareness month which is february and um hopefully even when february has come and gone uh, we can still be able to to continue um that discussion so good morning jesse good morning mona good morning thank you so much for having me uh thank you for thank you for being here (laughs) so we want some of that information um uh about legal aid um how are you how is legal aid able to support um um, victims of teen dating violence, and of course they would be minors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, so for teens, uh, we are able to take uh, folks that are under 18 if they come with a parent or a legal guardian to act as their representative mm. uh, in order to take them as a client. So make sure that you come with someone uh, who's able to act uh, on your behalf like that if you're you're coming for help okay and when you say make sure you come with someone who's able to act on that behalf that would be like legally and that would be yeah, like legally exactly because so it can't just be anyone yeah so that yeah. would be either if they're under 18 mm-hmm. uh, so if you're under 18 uh, you'll need to bring either a parent or someone who uh, is your legal guardian so someone who has signed um, documents that they're able to make decisions for you on a legal basis Okay. All right. That's good but, to know. But mm-hmm. this shouldn't um, prevent somebody from reaching out for for help. Somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, if someone were to come and uh, they were just on their own, or if they were coming with a friend or with someone else to support them, we would be more than happy to um, find resources and make sure that they get the help that they need, mm-hmm. even if it's not from us. That will get you to the next stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I know on your. Um, on legal aid's uh, list of priorities, mm. there is dating violence, not specifically teen dating violence, but there is dating violence yes. and stalking. And uh, I just wanted to share some statistics about uh, teen dating violence. It says that um, while dating, domestic, and sexual violence affect women regardless of their age, teens and young women are especially, especially vulnerable. Young people ages 12 to 19, 12 to 19, experience the highest rates of rape and sexual assault. And people aged um, 18 and 19 experience the highest rates of stalking. Approximately one in three adolescent girls in the U.S. is a victim of physical, emotional, or verbal abuse from a dating partner, a figure that far exceeds victimization rates for other types of violence uh, affecting the youth. So, yeah, one in three adolescent girls. It's mm. a terrible thing. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of how um, 
I'm thinking of um, when a teen gets into trouble mm-hmm. and they're dating. Yeah. And um, most of our teens here, parents don't know that they're dating. Yes. You know, um, all of this stuff is, you know, um, done um, uh, discreetly or mm-hmm. secretive. And, you know, most parents don't, don't, um, don't know that their teenager is, um, is, is, is dating. So then, then there's on top of the parents not knowing that they're dating someone, mm-hmm. then there's violence within the relationship, yeah, right? So, within yeah. this dating relationship. And then that just adds on mm-hmm. to the burden of a teenager. So I'm thinking of how the teenager, um, how the teenager reaches out because one, this whole thing is going to be exposed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To the parents that they were afraid to tell, mm-hmm. right? And then how do we, how do we support someone, um, the victims that are like that? Uh, well, I can tell you that legally speaking, um, when folks are coming to try to get a protection order, if someone is under 18, um, they won't necessarily be able to go to the court to themselves start that process quite yet. Um, but if they bring with them either a parent, guardian, or another adult representative, um, they will be able to file a petition for a protection order on their behalf. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something where if you just go up to the high court um, and ask to speak to one of the law clerks, they'll be able to provide you with the forms and answer any questions that you may have about how to start that process. Great. And then, um, so when we say teen dating violence, it's not only um, youth under... 18, but it includes mm. young adults as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Those that are at, you know, at ASCC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, and because, you know, um, it's because it's, um, I don't want to say it's cultural, but it's almost like the norm here with the children on island. The, you know, that when they date, it's the parents aren't like the last to know if, mm. you know, and, um, so all of this stuff is kept in secret, and then, um, you know, when they get into trouble, then that's when um, the parents find out. And then, and then, I'm thinking, okay, so when the parents find out, uh, then you wonder sometimes whether they actually reach out for help. Exactly. Because, you know, for because some, some parents would be like, okay, then that's the end of that, mm-hmm. you know. I don't want to see you dating him exactly. anymore or, you know, dating her anymore. So, but so that doesn't stop, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't stop the violence, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, the, the abusers just move on to the next victim, Yeah. you know, to the next, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so just encouraging um, people that are in a violent relationship that, to get out of the abusive relationship, not to Absolutely. stay in. And, and to hold that abuser accountable, um, because we find that a lot of people who are, um, have abused others in relationships that mm-hmm. is not just one instance on its own that's it's a that's a pattern and so if you speak up you're helping not only yourself but anyone who may come next mm-hmm. um, helping that person really understand that that behavior is not acceptable yeah and and to heed the red flags mm-hmm. and um you know sometimes we think oh you know i can change them but yeah you know you need to consider your safety and your well-being and just move on. As I've seen um, many of these cases going on in my years of working for this, I've found that the only behavior that you can change is your own. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't bank on being able to fix that other person. Mm -hmm. And healthy relationships create a sense of belonging, bringing out the best in you, and make you feel confident and supported and feel good most of the time, you know, as people are trying to lift one another up. Mm 
Uh, and so if, if you're in a relationship that's making you feel sad, scared, or uncomfortable, mm-hmm. something is wrong that's not healthy for you, and mm-hmm. you know you need to do the best for yourself and, and speak up. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because um, we are um, planning a workshop at the ASCC with mm-hmm. the faculty and the students talking about um, teen dating wellness. But we wanted to come from a place where a positive angle, yeah, positive yeah. place. So that's what we decided to go with, which is exactly what you mentioned, uh, talking about healthy relationships. Mm. Yeah, lift one another up. Yeah. Oh, se tasine o vainga o lo ofia ta uefia ta waino se sa no anga foile sunga ya jesi ta uai nisi foile lato o lo ofia ngai malato po lo mfaiona avatere lato so soani yalo nei tu pulang talavo afapeo yei nisi o lo o wa afia lato isa wangai tono lato mafutangaia po o lato whainga wone ma 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 nisi foile tu pulang talavo a whainga paanga nei fapeo o ta ue ta tau le upu masani foile o lefeo ai Awa tūla i mei nisi mea a tūlanga fo iyo saa wanga po a matan fao lima lesi a lesi fasi a lesi lesi. Lela ita awa mele lilia o jesi. O loo ma fai o na watu nisi lato o fisa afa peo oe o loo o e tele o tangata matua. E ma fai o na el watu ma sisi o matua. Po wai lawa tangata lea o loo fai nei a o loo fai nei ma tangata matua fo ilia o leo tausia le tamajiti lea a fa altula fono fa altula fono ina ah o tangata le mfaina lwatu tangata la ia ono mfaina watu male ma ma matamititi pole alolia e e fayale le tulanga le pose fa tangi le pose in official loyal le alvanga le i pang pang what's what's your guys number in pango just here again our just number is 633 3300 right yep and you can find us we're right next to the national park visitor center across the street from the gas station okay ole numela lo fisa vaengalea ole ono tolu 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 o o ono tolu tolu o o pa yaini ao fisili foi it's a firma mlama atile inisio tulangalea ole mfai foi na evala awa tuwe lo fisa vaengalea te e fisili ngiale I was just uh, translating in Samoan. I was just saying in Samoan um, that important point of uh, how the minor, if becomes uh, when becomes a victim, the minor has to bring in uh, a, a parent or a legal guardian to um, uh, uh, to legal aid, and and that if they have more questions, you know, they can always call your office. Oh, certainly. At the phone number um, and ask for Jesse um, to. <laughs> <laughs> or anyone else there that can help you out if you have more questions right. about um, the services um, and that, really, that they provide. Don't hesitate. If you're not sure whether or not you're eligible yes. or whether uh-huh. what your issue is, you mm-hmm. know, is pertaining directly to this, um, if we can't help you directly, uh, I'm going to go and work to make sure that we can uh, refer you to someone who can help you. Mm-hmm. So really, don't you know, speaking up um, about what's going on is such... An important and and yes. difficult step, and so I want to honor that every time yeah. someone speaks up. And just having that information is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awareness is key. Awareness is key. Mm. What else do you guys have there? And so I just wanted to ask. Um, I just yeah, wanted to ask Jesse. According to the American Samoa Code annotated law, mm-hmm. is there um, any uh, definition of dating violence? So from, I'm looking at Title 47 um, for regarding domestic and family violence. 
Um, there isn't really a, a section that's specifically defining dating violence in, um, in, in opposition to other kinds of uh, domestic and family violence, but it does talk about, um, you know, looking at do specifically domestic and family violence, meaning the occurrence of um, several acts, you know, by either a family or a household member. And when they talk about household member, um, that includes people that are either uh, currently or had been married currently or had been living together or dating um, and or who have a child in common and so that would really constitute kind of the the, the scope of dating violence uh, in that way but um, they uh, discuss um, with regards to what qualifies for a civil protection order um, something where someone is attempting to cause or actually causing physical harm um, mm. to somebody Placing a family or household member in fear of that physical harm mm. um, by threats or uh, implication, like if someone's faking out, like they're going to hit you, but you know they're not actually making the hit, um, or causing someone to engage involuntarily in any kind of sexual activity. Um, that's either by threat or by force or any kind of duress of that kind. Mm. And, and then um, the way it affects. Um, Teen dating violence is that um, the teens are are still um, in a critical time in in their you know where they're still developing mentally mm -hmm. and socially, and so that's why it's more um, rough with teen teenagers and young adults. Absolutely, they're still they're not even fully you know developed. Their brains still developing. <laughs> Especially because you know most people who are abusive don't expect accept responsibility for what they've done, so blaming the person that they're harming becomes part of the abuse. And so when you're young and you're still learning how to, you know, be okay. a person at all, you know, and how to be in a relationship, that's especially difficult. Uh, exactly. It's, um, and then, of course, you'll have people say, well, they shouldn't be dating in the first place, mm. you know. Um, but that's something that, and I know, and I know most parents would, would not, um, would have it that way, mm -hmm. you know, would prefer that they, their children don't date until they're, what, 30, 40? 30, exactly. <laughs> but it's something that it, that is unavoidable, mm -hmm. you know. People will date, people will always be in some kind yeah. of a relationship, yeah. you know, and it's not just, you know, it's not just dating, you know, um, whatever kind of relationship you're in, mm -hmm. you know, with your friends or, yeah. uh, you know, um, it's the, the, the violence, violence is violence is violence. Absolutely. It's, it's the same, and, um, and we just, um, and like Mona was saying, it, it's just that we're teens. Um, they're still at that um, stage of their life where um, they're still developing. Um, unfortunately, uh, we don't wish um, harm on anyone, let alone um, the, our children. Or um, our children to cause other children um, um, harm um, or bullying, so to speak. But um, it happens. Mm -hmm. It happens, and um, we have to be prepared. Our children have to be aware, you know, of this information. So, like Mona was saying, next week we will be at ASCC talking about some of these issues. Mm -hmm. And I know next week it, it's going to be March, um, which is. Uh, March is Gender Equality Awareness or Gender Equality Month. Um, but for the beginning of March, we're going to be um, uh, continuing the conversation on teen dating uh, violence 
And so we're going to be at ASCC as well as our PSAs. And because of all the bad weather we had last week um, with the PSAs, that's... Um, did you want to uh, mention the, the, the new deadline, Mona, for the PSAs? Uh, Sorry. Yes. So or we're having what? a PSA competition um, for Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. So just encouraging people that want to participate to come up with a, a one-minute PSA and submit it to our office uh, before March 9th. And there are uh, prizes included, and if for more information, uh, call our office or uh, on our Facebook page for more information. Thank you, Mona. Um, I just uh, I just realized that with uh, the services you provide at Legal Aid, Jesse, mm -hmm. you have um, you are not able to serve everyone, right? Meaning um, there is a selection of who you. Mm -hmm who you serve? Uh, yes, well, so we're helping folks that are uh, low income, that are having difficulty paying for a lawyer on their own. Um, and so for, as a general part of the intake process, when new clients come in, um, we'll be asking some questions uh, kind of about finances um, and, and things like that. However, um, for our, our um, domestic and family violence program, um, we'll still have to ask you those questions, but um, we're really that there is a broad exception made. Um, and so if uh, even if someone would not otherwise qualify if they're coming for some unrelated matter, mm -hmm. when it's domestic violence uh, or any kind of intimate partner violence of that kind, uh, we're going to make sure that, that we can help you, um, whatever that help may look like. Mm -hmm. um, and the most um, common and, and the biggest thing that we're doing is uh, working with what is called a civil protection order or a CPO. Mm -hmm. Um, which is something that is a order, so that's that's not involving, um, there's uh, criminal law and there's civil law. Uh, and so legal aid is working with the civil side, so that's not necessarily cases where anyone is being sent to jail, but cases where, for example, the um, judge will make an order stating um, that these uh, various things need to be done in order to protect that person. Mm. And most commonly, that will be making sure that the abuser uh, is not able to come within a certain distance of that person, mm. um, which ensures that they won't be continued to be hit or hurt or threatened. Um, it will make sure that they're not able to make any kind of communication with, with that person at all. So no phone, you know, no social messaging, certainly nothing you know coming in person um, just giving a clean break um, and uh, if someone is married it will make sure that you know the uh, abused person has use of the family home um, and things like that and uh, on a case-by-case -case uh, basis um, there are other things and, and forms of help that those kinds of orders can provide uh, in general a CPO lasts for a fairly short time um, because that's that's done on an emergency basis as kind of your chance to take a step back, think about what's going on, and make sure that you do everything that you need to do to make sure that you and your family are safe. Um, after that short period has ended, uh, then there will be hearings um, with the judge to kind of see if that needs to be extended, and if it does, then how long. Um, so you can see those last for, you know, a year, a couple years, or uh, even forever, uh, depending on the circumstances. Good. And it's so important because sometimes um, not only is the abuse, but also stalking is mm -hmm. a huge problem. Absolutely, and, uh, and harassment is, and is harassment. absolutely mm -hmm. something that's considered there. And yeah. sometimes people think, oh, I can handle it, or it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal to mm -hmm. be taken seriously, and it's through a CPO that 
you can help the behavior mm -hmm. to stop. Absolutely. And yeah, because if it escalates, it could be very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and especially if someone is trying to end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if someone is trying to end a, a relationship that has been violent in the past, mm -hmm. um, sometimes the most dangerous time yeah. for the victim is when they're trying to break it off, because then the abuser may become. Uh, angry and violent, and so part of um, the purpose of CPO is to make sure that there is that separation during that period where the relationship's ending, um, so that the violence doesn't continue, and that they can get themselves and their families to a safe place. Yeah, a CPO is also on uh, documentation, mm -hmm. and so... Um, Absolutely, yeah. Um, sometimes when you call the police and the police come out, if you don't have a CPO in place and it's just your word against their word, but mm -hmm. if you have the CPO in place, it's, you know, it's a done deal. You yeah. have that CPO to show that this person's been stalking me or harassing me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's also a, a criminal violation um, to mm -hmm. not follow the CPO. Mm -hmm. um, so if, if you have this order in place and the person violates it, then, you know, that will start a bigger criminal procedure as well. So you really have the full force um, of the police and of law enforcement, you know, on on your side, making sure that you're safe. So I think about these um, teens that are in violent relationships and mm -hmm. don't just don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. And so um, these are this is good information to know. Um, um, if I could just ask Jesse, if a, a young adult. Uh, 18 years old came mm -hmm. up to you and said that they were in a, a violent relationship and they just don't know how to get out. Um, mm -hmm. How would you, what would you say to them? Well, I mean, first I would thank them for trusting me with that information. Mm -hmm. um, coming forward and starting to say something and admitting that that relationship has gone wrong and that you need to get out is really one of the most difficult steps. Mm -hmm. And once you take that step, then, you know, a whole new world of possibility opens up for what your life and your relationship can look like. Um, but after that, I would first make sure that um, I discuss a safety plan um, with that young person. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you know they they know exactly what steps they're going to take to be safe in you know, the immediate short-term future. Um, whether that looks like staying, you know, making sure that there's a friend nearby like letting folks know that, you know, this bad relationship is happening and that it's ended so that if um, that abusive person came to come and visit their home or something, people can be prepared to mm -hmm. close the door yeah. and, you know, make sure that they're not, you know, needing to interact with them directly. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would talk about whether they do want to pursue legal avenues. Mm -hmm. um, and if they did, uh, I'd encourage them, um, if you come to Legal Aid, then we'd be able to help you um, start that process um, mm -hmm. that what the civil protection order petition looks for uh, uh, is asking about is essentially they'll want your information the information of the person who's done this to you um, it'll ask for a short history of uh, the various things that have happened in the relationship and kind of outlining why it is you know that violence you know has happened or or why you fear that it is about to happen mm -hmm. Um, and any uh, any information that you can bring that helps to document what's been going on is helpful. Yeah. So if someone is sending threatening texts, um, if you if you have um, photographs of any bruises or anything that you, that you um, may have sustained in fights, or you know photographs of belongings that have been smashed, 
all of that is helpful in building the case to show the judge that yes, mm -hmm. you know, you are in danger and you need that kind of protection from the court. Mm -hmm. um, in addition, there are so many good organizations here on island. Um, there's Alliance, of course, who I'm with, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and, and there's others as well, um, Catholic Social Services and the Coalition Against Domestic and Sexual Violence, mm -hmm. um, who are all here to try to make sure that people have the resources that we need. Mm -hmm. uh, American Samoa Legal Aid does the, the legal aspect of it, that protection order, um, but there's so many other things that are needed to help support that person as they're going through this difficult time. And that's where our other partner organizations come in. Yeah, I think uh, what comes to mind, my mind is uh, Intersections, who mm -hmm. has a great uh, peer support mm -hmm. uh, for the youth. Absolutely. And, um, and what I hear you saying is the importance of reaching out for help. Yes. Don't keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't be isolated. But uh, it's important to reach out for help because that's what the perpetrator wants is for you to be in isolation yes. and nobody else knows. And. Um, then they can get away with it. Mm -hmm. um, we're such a caring people that we always uh, want to help the other person and we always feel sorry for the other person mm -hmm. and we don't want to hurt the other. But sometimes we have to make ourselves a priority too yes. and our safety mm -hmm. and we have to consider ourselves too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and we can't help others if we're not in a position to you know, mm -hmm. live and, and exist uh -huh. on our own too. So taking yeah. care of ourselves is that first step. So. Um, <clears throat> so, for example, um, going back to the CPO, um, mm -hmm. for example, if there is a, um, say, two teenagers are dating, yeah. and they're both 17, and one of them becomes abusive, mm -hmm. and the other one reaches out to their parents and goes to legal aid. Yeah. And um, so legal aid, and they want a CPO. Mm -hmm. So this teenager, this 17-year-old victim of dating violence can apply for a CPO. This... 17-year-old, let me, let me correct that. The 17-year-old victim of domestic, of dating violence and their parent or legal guardian mm -hmm. can apply for a CPO against the 17-year-old that they were dating that, um, yes. th that's now become an abuser, yes. right? Yes. So, um, now that is, um, I also see that as another red light because the abuser also, which is a kid, mm -hmm has to be educated about the CPO. Like, what does yeah, the CPO true. mean? Because now they're just going to get slapped with a CPO, mm -hmm. and they're going to be like, well, I, I'm going to still call her tonight. I'm still going to see her in church. I'm yeah. still going to, you know, and yet they don't know what the CPO, the CPO sure. restrains them from doing all mm -hmm. of this, right? Yeah. And um, well, so how do people, how, how can we help someone like that? I mean, sure, sounds um, odd that we're helping the person. So every time so. that someone is receiving um, a CPO, uh, it comes with, kind of an explanation. Oh, okay. Them, uh, which is really clearly saying, like, you're not allowed to go within this certain distance of the person. You're not allowed to go and, you know, go into their house or call them or text mm -hmm. them or anything like that. And it pretty clearly lines out what it is that you are and are not allowed to do. Um, so uh, they will be told when they're served uh, the papers. That, that will okay. be explained to them. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, they could be arrested if they violate yeah, those. Yeah, exactly. And uh, another thing that we're going to be sharing at the... Uh, workshop at the college is um, Title IX, mm -hmm. which is on uh, campus, um, has to do with campus sexual assault. Yes. And so there are uh, responsibilities of the campus that they have to do when there's um, uh, sexual assault or mm -hmm. violence involved. And one of the, one of the things could be uh, making, ensuring that the victim isn't in the same classroom with the mm -hmm. perpetrator. Yeah. 
And so, um, and your your um, your office, Jesse, is open from Monday to Friday from from uh, seven thirty a.m. Uh, to four p.m. Seven thirty a.m. to four p.m. Okay. Holidays, so. Okay. Mm -hmm. So legal aid, the American Samoa Legal Aid Office in Pango, which is right next door to the National Park uh, Reservation Office or the uh, Bay uh, Tutuila. Yeah. I mean, Big Manua store um, there in Tutuila. Um, and they're open from Monday to Friday from 7.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. to 4 p.m. in the afternoon. So um, make sure that um, if you have any questions about anything else for that matter, um, mm -hmm. legally, um, especially with services for uh, victims of violence, please connect with uh, the American Samoa Legal Aid. You can even call them at 633-3300 if you have any other questions. Um, what else do we have to share on? Um, uh, well, I just want to say that we also do have a uh, Facebook and a website. Yeah. Uh, and so you can contact us and ask questions through there as well. Um, and so that can be easier because then you don't have to do it during work hours. Um, and, yeah. You know, huh. So that'll just be on your own time. And um, I'm, I'm often the person who's answering those questions directly. So I can just talk one-on-one uh, -on -one about kind of what to do and making sure that you're safe uh, and getting you the resources that you need, whether or not you decide to go for a legal uh, legal option or not. Okay. I just uh -huh. wanted to add too that the, another part of the reporting for or reaching out for help is reporting to the the school campus mm -hmm. and letting them know and letting them um, do what they need to do to keep mm -hmm. you safe and um, uh, inviting the community to join us on Thursday, March fifth, um, at the ASCC MPC room from twelve thirty to two, and we'll. We um, do a presentation on healthy relationships, uh, mm -hmm. inviting the, the faculty and the students and the community um, to come together and let's have a discussion about healthy relationships. Because of our time, we've come again um, to the end of another one of our podcasts. We wish to uh, thank everyone who is listening into these important discussions and shared information as well as resources. Please make sure to tune into our next Telenor Nay podcast. So for. Thank you for joining us and hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. For more information, please call 684-699-0272 or send an email to asadsv at gmail.com. Visit us on our website at www.asalliance.com or visit our Facebook page at American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Fa tailo awai mai ma atonu sa family ina lo fa fo anga ile ne fa talanoanga un fayon awina tole mawa amrik Samoa ete atu sa wanga fa lo tsoi fali ma sa wanga fa feu so inga. Monisi fam talanga fa mol mole vala awil telefoni ono valfa ono iveiva o lua fitulua, be emaili mai foi ile asadsv at gmail.com, be asiasi mai lunga leo penga tafailangi ile www.asalliance.com, bo leitu lawal Facebook ile American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence, faftai.